0: Welcome to The Adventures in Valagorn! The following stories are collaborations inspired by the spirit of tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons. Our world, Valagorn, is of my own creation, My name is Blake Crist, and I will act as the Dungeon Narrator. Today's story pertains to the following heroes. Raphael Anastas Magoo, created and voiced by Greg Callahan. Vashti Whisperwind, created and voiced by Sarah Crist. And Paisho Wukong, created and voiced by Kenneth Glynn. This episode is a continuation of a story starting with Episode 1 of the Fuku, Entering Civilization. Your experience with the adventures in Valagon may be more enjoyable if you start there. Previously, on the adventures in Valagon... You... you
1: said you met... Tanya Tisht? Yes, we have. Did you know her? In life, hardly. I, I was a babe. Her brother, though... I count him among my friends. He's the lord of the region. He lives here in Galip at Tisht Manor, on the far side of town.
2: Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Jardar Ferrier. I'm the town sheriff. Trin and I, well, we go way back. I remember when little Tanya went missing. Now, if y'all don't mind, I'd like to break the news to Lord Tisht. It would break his heart, and I would like to be there for him.
1: All
3: right, I want answers. Just who is this Crander fellow, and what does anyone here know about Cogrock?
1: Most in Galip have had run-ins with him. He goes across the clearance, town to town, shop to shop, demanding money for protection.
3: Something has to be done about this. This here's
4: Wanda's place. What do you think gives you the right to walk right in and act like you
0: own it? (laughs) Ha! Ha ha! I do own it.
1: Everyone, this is my eldest brother, Howard Fwent.
0: Ah, shit. A few of our prized mares are missing. Old Snowy Eye, Blue Crystal, and Howie's Turnip. While Vashti leads the still-frightened Blue Crystal, (laughs) Raphael collects Old Snowy Eye, and they find their way back to the edge of the trees. Out on the ranch, they see Howard upon a horse, where he said he might be earlier that day. But he isn't alone. With him, a big orcish man astride a large woolly bovine creature. They converse roughly. The party cannot make out the words. Howard looks around to see if he is being observed, but he must not be able to see too far into the trees. He then produces a large sack from a saddlebag. He begrudgingly hands the sack to the orc, and Raphael's trained ears can hear it jingling with coins. The orc laughs as he rides away south of the ranch. <laughs> The Story of the Fuku, Episode 6, The Spectre and the Well. I'm going after that orc.
5: I don't think you can keep up with him.
0: I'm going with you. No,
3: no, I'm going alone. I just want to get an idea of where he is going. Perhaps he'll make more stops like this one. If not, we'll meet again, Wukong. He is not my prey, but he may lead me to
4: Cog Rock. it's dangerous out there. I can be just as sneaky
3: as you, if I like. You'll see. Please, Wukong. I want you two to go to Howard with the horses, and contrive him that I'm still looking for Howie's turnip. Of course!
0: Genius! <laughs> Raphael, still on his haunches, swivels on his heel, and swiftly travels through the brush.
4: Um, Doshni, what is what is he trying to say?
5: Convince. He wants us to lie to Wanda's brother.
4: Right, guess I got that much. Any qualms with that particular behaviour?
5: Not particularly. I do believe if we would like our deception to work, we ought to wait here for a moment. It would be less suspicious.
4: Huh. Never thought you a
0: devious thinker there.
5: <laughs> when you grow up with eleven sisters, you learn to
0: be devious. The pair indeed waits, and ten minutes later they enter the ranch and find their way to Mr. Flint. Well, hot damn. You found him. Wow. Not all of them, but where, where's my turnip?
5: Our friend, Raphael. You met him this morning.
0: Uh, sure.
5: He is still searching for her.
0: Left it to him by himself, eh?
4: He's a skilled woodsman, and we are... Uh...
5: Mm. We decided it would be safer to ensure these two fine beauties were returned home.
0: They are beauts at that. If your man manages to return, I'll give him a bonus. She was my favorite, you see. Uh, Howie's turnip, that is. Though I hate to say it, I've, I've let go of a large bit of money already today. Well, here you go. <clears throat> One hundred gold pieces, as promised. This money, you sp- <laughs> Boshki has stepped on Wukong's bare foot, and the Venara seems to have gotten the message. You shouldn't worry yourself on that, Barfly. Now go buy yourself around on old Uncle Howard. If you don't mind? I've got work to attend to. Without waiting for an answer, the rancher gallops off. God,
5: what a dick. I could not agree more. Shall we return to town and wait for word from Raphael?
4: Oh, well, How else would we have that round on Uncawe? I mean, what an ass. Just because that's what I'm doing with the money doesn't mean...
0: <clears throat> that
4: hurt, by the way. You stamping on my foot!
5: I'm sorry. I thought you were going to ruin our desired resolution.
0: A little trust, Voshti, would be nice. On their return to the Trotters' trough, the two of them share in some light-hearted bickering, or at the very least, Wu Kong bickers. Back at the trough, Wu Kong sits at the bar, enjoying his earnings through drink. Vashti takes up assisting Wanda in serving the guests, and in walks the Sheriff, who holds the door for a tall, thin white-haired gentleman in spectacles. This man holds a healthy frame, and wears fine clothing. Thank you, Jarda.
2: Very welcome, sir.
1: Oh, Lord Tish, it has been a long time since we've had you at the trough. May I show you to a table?
6: No, but thank you kindly, Wanda. And please, won't you after all these years call me Trin? You know I am not one for formalities.
1: While I respect you for offering such familiarity with me, there are many people here today, and I'd prefer it if they kept showing you the respect you deserve. If it isn't a meal you're looking for, what brings you in?
6: I think we all know that the business that brings me here is far out of the ordinary compared to me coming here for a meal. There were boarders that had word of my sister,
5: correct?
2: Ah, uh, sir. In fact, I see two of them. That one at the bar and the server. That's a <clears throat> fully covered one. Over there That monkey
6: there Mm-hmm, yes Well, I'd better speak with your server, Wanda The monkey talks,
1: guys
6: Oh, dear gods Pardon me, sir I believe I may have offended you I am Lord Trintoo. Yeah, T- I heard
1: Wukong, please don't be rude Lord Tisht has always been good to us at the trough Forgive him He can be surly after he gets a few in him. Can too No one was arguing you couldn't, sweetie
2: Oh Sorry there, sir I I could have warned you. There's no need of that, Jardoff.
1: Vashti, come here, please. Lord Tisht would like to meet you.
5: Yes, Wanda. I'm coming.
1: I think it's safe to say that Vashti's the brains of the trio. Hi,
4: she most certainly is.
1: That's what I said, Wukong. Hi. Right. Mm. Uh, hello. I'm Vashti Whisperwind,
5: Cleric Tepeul. I'm sorry I don't know these things. Should I address you as your eminence?
6: Perhaps in the higher courts, but you are safe from such formalities here in the tavern. I am Trin, to those who call me friend. I understand that you supposedly have news from my sister?
5: Tanya, yes. We met her in Feltheep. I'm sorry, are you alright?
6: Oh, just hearing her name brings back all those old memories.
2: We can do this another time, Trin.
6: No, no, this must be done. The delegation arrives in two days, there'll be no time then. But perhaps I will take that seat, Wanda.
1: Oh, of course, of course.
0: Vashti, the lord, and the sheriff sit, and the priestess lays out the details of that night in the woods. Lord Tisht at first seems outraged when Vashti talks of his sister possessing a young girl, as if her memory were being slandered. But by the end of the tale, the lord weeps, imagining the hardship of being (sighs) trapped between this world and the next.
6: Will you please take me to
0: her?
5: I... I can try. I could bring you to where we encountered her, and from there we will search.
6: This will work for me. Jardoff, will you accompany us? Yes, sir.
5: We should take Wukong as well. There is danger in that wood, and he is a most skilled fighter.
0: <laughs> I am, too! I'll show ya! Wukong stands up on his bar stool and wobbles onto one leg.
1: Sit back down, you'll fall. Shh, quiet.
0: A man in my cape. Wukong then springs up and flips backwards to stick the landing on his other leg. The tavern goers cheer. He goes to bow and falls forward, knocking the stool over. He lands on the floor Never. into a somersault.
4: All part of the show.
2: He's certain he is capable.
5: I've seen him perform better in a worse
1: state.
2: Sir, how do we know they ain't trying to play you, get you out in the woods and then rob you? A fair point, Jardoff.
1: They truly did return Ellet Ficht to her father. If they did such a noble thing, I I don't see why they'd lie about this.
6: As always, Sheriff, I thank you for your due diligence, but if one to trust these people, then that is good enough for me. Shall we go then?
4: Tonight. Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> the Lord and his entourage are now in front of the flowered trellis that stands over the road which cuts through the Felteep Wood. Vashti and Wukong find hesitation in taking that step across the boundary.
5: We told them about
0: the ghosts, right?
5: We are here to find one of them, so yes. Right, right, right. And the and the wolves? Oh, I don't know. Um, Lord Tisht, did we happen to mention the wolves?
6: I don't think so, but it is the woods at night. I suppose these things are to be expected.
5: Huh. He seems cool with
4: the wolves. Good with the ghosts. So... Uh...
5: Shall we, then?
0: Any second now. Suddenly, there is a rustling in the foliage within the woods just up the road. A dark, bipedal figure emerges and begins a hunched approach toward the village. What fresh
5: hell
3: is this?
5: Quiet! It will hear.
3: My
0: lord.
2: Yes. What is that?
3: Shh. Wukong.
2: Vasti. It knows our names. Wukong, stay quiet. <coughs>
3: Do either of you have any water? I ran out a while back. You see, I drank from the stream in there, but it was nasty.
5: Raphael? Oh, thank Paol, it's you. Come here.
0: Raphael is introduced to the party's noble Tagalong, and reintroduced to the sheriff. So you say that it is within your orientations to protect and
3: rule over the people of this region?
6: Well, that, yes, I'd see that. That sure Just is, Just about does, hit yeah. the nail's
2: head. Have either of you heard of the orc Cogrock? Oh. I think I see where you're going with this. Sir, I really was hoping they were true but I think you're being targeted for protection money from these ruffians in clergy clothes.
3: I don't want your peas and carrots. I want to know what is being done about this situation. I've been here, what, three days, and I've seen corruption, collusion, and coercion. And I want to know what your plans are to end this madness. Audible
4: gasp! What? I think he used all those words correctly! Holy shit!
2: I don't think state business should be your concern, partner. Look, it's all right, Dartoff. I
6: think I can express how delicate this problem is. You see, we would be very interested in this problem going away, but we need information.
2: Not only that, but we can't do very much without anyone complaining formally. Or so states the law. That—that That is, unless I catch it going on in action... But those orcs are smart. They know many towns, just like Leeb aren't well protected. And they know when to come and go, somehow. These sound like excuses. Maybe they would to you, but I'm the sheriff here. And there's plenty I need to do other than going around scrounging up clues for a situation that nobody asked me to look into.
6: Something to the same effect for me as well. But I, however, do worry about this. Frankly, I wouldn't know where to start.
3: What if I complained? What if I have information? Yes, please tell us what you know. I will then. Most of this happened just today. Ooh, yes, yeah, story time.
5: <laughs> I was curious what transgressed.
3: Please make this quick,
6: if possible. I really have minimal time, and I was hoping to find Tanya tonight.
0: Story time. Oh. Did we tell him about the wolves? Oh, and the ghosts? So they start a small fire in the pit and gunter yard. They sit around it. Sharduff lays a jacket down for Lord Tish to sit upon, and they listen to Raphael regale his tale.
3: When I left you at the Fuente Estate, I followed the track south till I came to a village. If it had a name, I don't know. I didn't stick around to find out. The orc had stopped here, which meant he may stop again, so I thought I could catch up. I came to another village. I'll say one thing about these wide trails. It makes it easier to mark out unusual tracks. Better find that coin, old man. I'll surely mash you with my maul if you don't. I'll be sure to club your old wife and your daughters too, if you like. I fell to my belly, and I crawled to the chest of a hill. Over it I saw the orc still riding his cowl beast. He patted at a giant weapon he had strapped to the side of his mount. I went to interview between them. But I was too late.
0: All right, all right. I want you to know, Shriek, this money is the only thing keeping this village alive through the winter. There'll be no crop this season, thanks to your like.
3: The old man handed over a bag. It looked meager. Save me your words. Survivor don't, we don't care. But we will be back. So be prepared. This seems a bit light. I'll cover you this time. YAH! Or or moo. I don't know. Uh, The beast was off. I dashed down the hill and followed down the big trail, being sure not to be seen by the rider. I had a name. Now I wanted to see if I could learn where he camped. I followed the white path. It split. I could see by the late afternoon sun. That it went on in a northerly fashion, or turned east. I hadn't noticed, but we must have been west and back north again at some point. I was getting tired. I needed to pay more attention. Sir. I needed- Sir,
6: please. The directions in which he was going, I don't think I need to know. Please reveal the pertinent information.
3: Okay, well, he went east. (sighs) Okay. And? That path took me to a small woods. Suddenly... I re-mechanized it as felt-heap wood.
5: Oh, and that brings us to now.
3: No, no, no. This was a few hours ago. Let me finish, please. Sorry. So I came back toward the village in the thick of the bush to better hide myself. I got to the tree line just in time to see that goon shove Gunter to the ground. Gl- glarp, glarp, nabbit, you good for nothing lousy. Oh, it's people like you that think they don't need to contribute, that they can just take, that make life hard to live. <laughs> Thanks for the revaluation. Enjoy Cog Rock's protection and have a nice day. He rode off back west through the woods. I gave him just a moment to pass, and then went to Gunter to help him off the ground. Raphael, what are... Did you see that bully just now? Yes, but I'm more concerned about the rider. I know this has been going on for quite some time. Yeah, to my great shame. But if I saw a way around it, I'd give it a go. Feltheap just ain't got the resources to take them out there on. Gunter pointed north as he said this. Do you know where they are, Gunter? Where they camp? Oh, no, not really. Uh, many of us that was willing to talk on it. We think they come from north of the O Tomato Ranch past Lean. Well, I want to do something about this, Gunter. And I will.
4: Well, good luck, Raphael. I really mean that.
3: I left the old man there and went back into the woods, down the path and back to where it splits north. I followed it till it bent east again. This was several miles. It started to get dark and. I decided that since I wasn't going to catch up with this mounted man, that I should return to you two and interest your help. Oh, good. You're back.
0: Yes. Thank you, Raphael, for keeping my seat warm. <laughs> Having heard the new information, the group takes a moment to digest.
6: Jardoff, when you have the time tomorrow, I'd like you to visit this man Gunter Fit. It seems that we may have found someone willing to give a testimony, thus giving you the legal right to properly begin this investigation.
2: Yes, sir, I will, but uh, that far north, Pasleen, it's out of my jurisdiction.
6: So, we find yourself useless again? Sir? Oh, you're a good man, Jardoff, just doing your duty, I know. Here's a remedy. Sir Woodsman, what was your moniker again? Araf?
3: Raphael Anastas Magoo. You can call me about anything except for Anastas. Ooh,
6: that's new.
3: Well, Mr. Magoo, what if
6: the copian government enlisted your services in this matter?
3: That depends. Yeah, like what's it pay? Oh, you will be well compensated. No, no, I don't care about that.
5: What will he be required to do? What sort of regulations would that entail? That is what you want to know, right, Ralph?
3: Those seem like good questions, but... What are your stipulations, then, sir? I just want to know what a governed mint is. I've had pepper and winter, even purple dead thistle. How? And this is the real question, I think. How can this plant request services from people? Can it speak? Oh, Rav. And, by the way, Gunter lives here. I mean, he could probably hear us if he wasn't snoring so loud.
5: Truly amazing.
3: What? You can't hear him?
5: No, Raphael. It's just... (laughs) you. Oh. Well, thank
2: you.
6: I I think that the business with the orc should wait till tomorrow. We are here on a very particular chore, are we not?
2: Yes, indeed, sir. You heard him. Let's move on.
0: Wait. Where are we going? As they walk into Felteep Wood, Vashti and Wukong explain that Trin is the little ghost girl's brother, and their current mission is to reunite them in the hope... Of closure for both parties. Though he is tired, the archer agrees that the venture is well worth the evening trouncing in the woods. He remembers well meeting Tanya Tisht, and the spear her skeletal friend threw into his hip. He remembers where it happened, too, and takes the lead. Eventually, they come to the spot and find those bones scattered about, right where they left them.
5: Tanya! Tanya? Tanya? This is where we met her before, but she may be elsewhere. Perhaps the old tomb.
6: There's something familiar about this place, but it seems
3: wrong. It seems familiar because we were here before. He
6: wasn't
4: with
3: us. Right. I don't know why you recognize it.
2: Is this one of the spots y'all would sneak to play, Trim?
3: Perhaps. Wait,
6: the well. It's also overgrown now, but everyone... Look for an old pile of stones.
5: How long do you suppose it's been since you have seen this place?
6: Years. Forty. No, more. I was just a boy.
5: Then this well might be hidden under thick brush.
4: We found it! I think! There, there are some stones
6: under this bush of thorns. And I think I hear water. Jarred off. let's help them uncover it.
0: Raphael lends one of his swords to the sheriff and together they cut away the vines of a rose plant. There, under the brush, is indeed an ancient well. If it at one time was taller than knee height, then it has long ago lost some of its structure. Beside the well is yet another pile of bones. These must have belonged to a child. Oh
6: my. This scarf, it was once a deep blue. Our family's color. Oh, Tanya. Look at these scrapes on the bones, teeth maybe. I'm so sorry, it's all my fault.
2: How'd that be, sir? You told me she was there one day and missing the next. And your father, he had you doing stately things. She uh, she had asked me to come and play, to go to
6: the old places. I told her, uh, Papa requires me to learn the business
0: of ruling and I don't have time for games anymore. I, I was meant to protect her. The Lord begins to weep, and sweeps the old body into his arms. How could I have forgotten?
7: Excuse me, but will you put that back, please?
0: Lord Tist jumps, and behind him is the spectral figure of his long-dead sister. Jardoff grabs his crossbow, and shaking, points it at the ghost. Tanya? Trin leaps to his feet and dashes to hug his lost loved one, but when he goes to squeeze her, he passes right through the ethereal body of folding light and wind.
7: You shouldn't touch me. Huh. Oh, hey, I know you guys, though. Hi, covered lady.
5: Hello, Tanya. Oh, we're here to help you. And we brought someone special to meet you.
7: Oh, really? Oh, me too, me too. I mean, Gula was here somewhere. Gula, it's friends.
4: You and the Shmoogla are around now, huh?
7: Yeah, he's kind of strange, but not like there's many people to play with.
0: Gullah the Shmoogolah seemingly just appears between the feet of Lord Tish and Sheriff Jardoff.
2: Of the Nine Pillars and the Nine hails, what in the
0: name is that? In his excitement, Jardoff shoots a bolt near Gullah. Please, don't hurt him. Gullah dashes between everyone's legs and dives into the woods.
7: Look what you did, you big fat meaty you scared my only friend
3: now tanya let's not lose your temperature
5: this is your brother tanya the lord of galip
7: really trini but but he's so old
6: it's been many years tanya i'm not that little boy anymore but you
0: you're still a little girl aren't you
7: um i'm not that little okay
0: then, just over the well, a portal appears and Gula flips out from it, landing on one foot atop the well. Gula then starts dancing in the most attention-grabbing way possible. A stone then breaks loose underfoot of the shmugula, and Gula falls into the well.
4: Oh, shit!
0: Hold on! Wukong throws his staff over his head and catches it with his tail as he dives headfirst after the mossy creature. The water within the well is much higher than the Venar expected, and as his tail stretches against his staff lying across the opening, his head and shoulders go under the water. But yet, he is not wet. He breathes. He opens his eyes and sees that his head pokes past the top of the well. A different well. No he decides. This is the same well, yet different. Then he sees Gula zipping around the ground of this new world under the wall. Gula! What the fuck is this? Get back here, buddy! Gula looks back to Wukong, but his gaze quickly passes over the head sticking out of the perfectly constructed well. The mossy creature's eyes widen just before he darts off. Gula? On the other side of the well, Raphael and Vashti can see the fanar use his tail to twist toward the opposite wall of the stone cylinder. Suddenly, like a spring awaiting its trigger, the tail shoots its master headlong into the open air. Run, fuckers! He screams at the apex of his launch. The rest of the party haven't time to respond, because before the martial artist lands deftly into a run, out of the well comes his translator's
2: It keeps getting
6: weirder! Is... is this one of your friends, Tanya?
0: No! Though this creature is ghostly, it holds no form of legs as the other undead the trio have met so far have. It seems to hold no reflection of anything from the living world at all, beside long razor claws, an exaggerated face with wide eyes and a maw which all open to voids darker than the night sky. Screaming or moaning, one cannot discern as it sweeps over the ground and right toward Raphael. No! Raphael draws one of his swords as the specter closes in. As he does, the blade slashes across and through the creature. It seems to respond, but is not swayed from furthering its course right through the archer's body. Raphael screams from the strange draining pain from within himself. Ah! Then, as his enemy passes, so does the pain. Raphael then rushes to the well, doubles Uh, over, and uh, Ugh! Why is it always me? Wukong, still sprinting, turns to see that everyone is still where they stood a moment ago. God
4: damn it, guys!
0: I said run! The Vanar throws two darts as far as he can. The first falls short. The other flies through the airy creature and lands in the watery portal of the well. The creature then turns towards the attack and sees Vashti instead of Wukong.
5: Fuck! Oh, Pe'ul. Goddess, I don't know what to do here. Please, please help me.
0: As Vashti prays, a wave or shift in the wind seems to emanate from her. It hits the specter, but it seems to shrug it off. As the wave washes over her friends, they feel nothing but the breeze. But when it hits the young ghost, something within her switches, and she is filled with terror. Tanya flies through the trees, screaming as she does so. Tanya! Wait! The Lord runs after his sister, and his sheriff follows. Meanwhile, the spirit reaches and swipes its claws through the priestess. Through gasp deep pain, Vashti falls to the ground and retches a sappy, sticky substance Uh, all over the ocean.
7: uh, Rufar leaps
0: between the creature uh, and Vashti. uh, He immediately thrusts three rapid-fire punches uh, into the specter's nothingness. Though there are no satisfactory landings to these blows, the Venara feels that they have some effect on the ectoplasmic being. Want another round? Incumbenting! Raphael swings both of his swords through the airy form and Wukong bends back out of the way to watch the sharp steel tip slice above him. While the specter is distracted by her friends, the extremely drained Vashti prays for healing.
5: Oh, thank you, Paywall. Tonya, please! Please slow
0: down! Talk to me! The Lord and his Sheriff weave through the trees to catch up with Trin's late sister. Finally, she stops and turns around with wide, maddening fear in her eyes. Tonya tell me what happened. What frightened you so?
7: The, the covered lady.
2: She means Ashti?
7: She was a bright, naked light, and her eyes looked at me, and and her hair was a big pink fire. She was like a, a burning tree. It was so scary.
6: It's all right, Tonya. Trini's here now. You don't have to be scared. I'll-
7: Protect me? Is it really you?
6: Yes. Yes, it is. Do
2: you remember Jardoff,
6: who would sometimes play with us? That's him, there.
7: Ew! He got even older than you!
2: You look mighty fine yourself this evening, Lady Tanya.
6: (laughs) That creature back there, have you seen it before?
7: No. Except for that first day when I woke up next to the well. That's why I ran and I I found the tomb with the friendly ghosts in it.
6: Well, now it's hurting our friends.
0: Do you have any idea on what to do with it?
7: Well, if it's a kind of ghosty like me, then it's gonna be hard to hurt.
0: But... Tanya takes a deep, albeit unnecessary, breath, and then charges back towards the ongoing battlefield. Wait! Where are you going? I have an idea! Trin and Jardoff sprint after her yet again. Back at the well, the specter takes both its claws and swipes them through the archer and his Venara <clears> The <throat> The practice, Wukong thought he could withstand the nausea, but as he lifts his leg to kick up the spirit, he doubles over instead and lets out a long stream of viscera onto the ground.
3: What the fuck is this thing? I don't know, but we must fight it or else it will kill us.
5: I disagree. We- we should run. Make way!
0: The trio look up to see the little ghost girl barreling through the air right toward- Tonya, What are you doing? It's
7: okay, Trin. Everything is alright. Now I get to
0: protect you. Tanya crashes into the Spectre. As their energies intertwine, a great flash of light causes everyone to wince, but yet they see the creature's claws dig into the little girl's translucent back, and Tanya screams a scream that splits the bark away from the surrounding trees. Her tackle is successful, however, and the Spectre crashes against and down into the well. Tanya, warped within its body, follows the Spectre into the portal. No!
2: Tren, I'm so damn sorry.
6: I, I think I will be all right. Maybe not, but I, I got to see her, jarred off and and she held no malice toward me. It's
5: it's like a weight has been lifted from my shoulders, but now I I, I just feel empty. Tanya just saved our lives. It was
4: definitely a good move. But was her pain
3: necessary? I think that thing could have killed us. But what happens to her now?
4: I wish I knew. She may still be fighting it. There's like a whole nother world down there. Really? Should we go in after her? I don't think so, man. It's real scary in there. And that thing came from it.
3: Uh, and also, I did chuck right into it. Um... Uh,
5: Why didn't you use the ground or a bush?
3: It all happened so fast. I didn't mean to. I'm still really thirsty, too. So if anyone should be mad, it's me. Dude, it's not even water. I just told
2: you that. Excuse me, I think the Lord and I have had enough for one evening. We should probably head back, right, sir? But... Yes, I suppose so.
5: I think we should leave this place as well.
3: Was... Was that a joke? We will show you the way, Sheriff. But first, does anyone have water?
4: I don't drink water.
0: The journey to return them to town is long and silent. But once there...
6: Well, I thank you kindly for your service this night. Jardoff, I believe I gave you a purse to hold this eve?
2: Right, sir. Here you are. There's
6: sixty gold pieces in there for each of you. I hope that is sufficient.
5: Oh, I think twenty gold sounds very generous to reunite someone with kin.
6: Oh, you misunderstood me. There is one hundred eighty gold in the bag, but I'm glad to hear you think it adequate. You are humble people. I hope to be amongst your company again soon, and I will keep in contact with you, Sir Archer, for our dealings with the Orcish fellow. I must take my leave now. It is quite late and there is much business early tomorrow. Thank you
2: all again. If y'all think you will need my assistance, my office is right up the road not too far from Tish Manor. Good night.
5: Good night to you both.
0: The trio enter the Trotter's Trough, and within they see Wanda, very tired, with her feet up on a table in the empty tavern.
1: You're back. Welcome. Were you successful in finding little Tanya?
0: The trio tell their friend
1: of the night's events. That's a sad story, but maybe it's sweet, right? She was brave for her brother's sake.
3: I'd say she sure was. I'd be happy if we were done with the ghostly types from now until fraternity.
1: I've never met a ghost myself, but I reckon I'd feel the same. Well, I'm glad I caught you tonight, but I'm going to bed. Your rooms are still open when you'd like to do the same. Good night.
0: Once Wanda leaves, Vashti and Wukong turn to Raphael. What?
3: Is there something on my face? Oh, damn it. I meant to ask her for water. Wanda- Better off? go to bed, dude. We can find you water.
5: Oh, but first, what do you think we should do next?
4: Why me? You're the man with the plan.
5: As strange as it may be for all of us. You are the leader of this venture, Raphael.
4: Really? Me? Yep. You're the one with the drive, bucko. huh
3: oh. Well... I think I'll try to pick up the trail of that Shriek guy, and as soon as that Crander shows his face, I will have words with him. Collectively, however, I'm I'm not sure what to do. And that's okay, too.
5: Yes. We will figure it out together.
0: Where will our story lead these heroes? Will Raphael ever find the answers he seeks? Find out next time on... THE ADVENTURES IN VALIGORN This episode of The Adventures in Valagorn would not have been possible without the vocal talents of our cast. Of course, we have our heroes. Raphael Anastas Magoo, created and voiced by Greg Callahan. Vashti Whisperwind, created and voiced by Sarah Crist. Wu Wukong, created and voiced by Kenneth Glynn. The remaining of our cast in order of appearance is as follows Howard Flint, voiced by Blake Christ, Trin Tisht, voiced by Oliver Spilsbury. Jardoff Ferrier, voiced by Ken Man, Wanda Flint, voiced by Sarah Daly, Shriek, voiced by Christopher Sims, Old Man, voiced by Blake Christ, Gunter Ficht, voiced by Christopher Sims, Tanya Tish, voiced by Sarah Daly, Gula the Smuggler and the Spectre, voiced by Blake Christ. And I am Blake Christ, your dungeon narrator. Thank you all for listening. Direction by Blake Christ, sound effects editing by Jeff Porter. Adventure. The Adventures in Valagorn is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. We hope you have enjoyed our story so far. The Adventures in Valagorn will be taking a break while we write more episodes and restructure how we produce the show. We hope to return to you soon. In the meantime, check out our page on Facebook or the Fiction Works 19 Instagram page. Our cast and crew work for free. If you think they deserve a paycheck... Join us at patreon.com slash adventuresinvalagorn to check out the benefits offered there. Also, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcast is a great way to support the show.